This episode of The Movie Men is brought to you by media sales consultant Tim DeArmond. Your source for daily traditional and digital marketing insights and advice. For more information, check out the link posted in the show notes below. got a meat pie for you. Would you like That's... a delicious meat pie? What? I feel like you I feel like you started into an accent there <laughs> and then I kind of gave up partway through. And then bailed. Yeah. yeah. I'm like I got to get out of here. I'm not pulling this off. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, well. That's that, uh That's how it is. It's a million dollar way to start an episode, I suppose. You got it. Welcome. Hello. That's another way to start it. Mm-hmm. Hello. Welcome. Uh, I'm Peter Dempsey. <laughs> I don't know why that's I don't know I don't know why that's what came into my head. I don't even I don't even watch Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Like I don't Nor should you. Well, actually some people do. Uh, I watched the first episode. I've watched a few. Yeah, I watched the first episode and I was like, oh, this is intriguing. Yeah. Next. Well, and I just kind of moved on. It's just intimidating. Like, there's so many seasons. Yeah. Like, how? Well, yeah. Yeah. A lot. So, anyways. Well, welcome to this pleasant episode that we'll be reviewing a very lighthearted musical. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if there's ever an episode that will make you consider switching over to vegetarianism mm. um <laughs> at least when you eat out at a restaurant probably yeah i mean meat, meat pies don't have the i feel like they don't have the prevalence in our our society like they used to no like do you eat meat pies when's the last time you had a meat pie so i'm glad you asked because all I could think about when I watched this movie... By the way, I, I should just clarify, just in case there's a new listener. This is the Movie Men podcast. We will be talking about the movie Sweeney Todd, but I do want to get on this tangent here. Okay. I I was in London, probably it's close to two years now, but it's like a year and a half ago. And London, England. London, England. Okay. And of all of the places, uh, I went to a place that serves delicious, delicious meat pies. Okay. And it it actually has like, a really cool name. Like, it was called the Pie Minister, which is like a dope pun name. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, it's all I could think about when I watched this movie, and I, I never even checked if there was a barbershop on the second level. I, I didn't really think about what I was eating. I was just like, dang, this is tasty. And Here's, here's an honest, genuine question for you. Okay. Had you, had you checked... <laughs> And had there been a barbershop on the second floor of this right. pot, would you still would you still have eaten there? Um, no. I think right. that would have like creeped that, me that'd out. Be en- that would be enough to go, uh, okay. Like, there's... Yeah. It's a little too... It's a little too on the nose. Yeah, it's too yeah. on the nose. Like, no, sorry. 
So anyways, uh, if you're new, we're the Movie Men. Mm-hmm. We review movies. Um, we pick categories. Mm-hmm. And we uh, upload four options from each category onto the internet, mm-hmm. uh, which is how you know it's legitimate. <laughs> um, right. And uh, and then you, the good people, vote. Some of you vote once. Some of you vote several times across several different platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of you vote with increased voting power if you're signed up for our Patreon. Right. Um, those are the people with all the power. Literally, um, literally all the power. And and as we mentioned uh, in the last episode, the the Patreon tiers are actually shifting around a little bit. Mm. Um, and now um, you can have voting power worth three votes, and you can also have voting power worth five votes. So yeah. head over to Patreon, check that out, mm-hmm. uh, and the link for that will be posted uh, below in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, this week. We um, we did a category based on one of my favorite directors. Oh, for sure. Um, yep. And I, it's weird. I feel like it's almost cliche to say that. I feel like it's almost cliche to say, "Oh, I love Tim Burton," and people, but, but, like, but people why? don't. Why do you say that? I don't know. I think it's because, like, I think initially, okay, Tim Burton was very niche. Right. Yeah. Okay, but all things that are niche eventually become like over, over nichéd. Yeah, I don't know, like overpopularized. You know? Yeah, yeah, like and it just becomes the well, you're just another one of those kids that wears right Nightmare Before Christmas right. T-shirts, and it's like, well, you know, but I like I don't blindly. Fo- There's a couple of Tim Burton movies I don't really like, so. Mm-hmm. For sure. So no. It, and right? I like kind of get like that too, whether it be like filmmakers or whatnot, but like something that I enjoy is finding something that maybe not the masses follow. And it's just like, I like it because it's a little off the beaten path and you're not, and you're not one of those fanboys. You like Tim Burton at times because of the, the Tim Burtonism, not, Hey, everyone else is saying it or Hey, it's the most popular thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just genuinely like the style. I like mm-hmm. other films. There right. are other films uh, like Coraline. Mm. Tim Burton had nothing to do with Coraline. I really like Coraline, <laughs> right? And and it's got the same kind of right. gothic, creepy, twisted kind of feels. I just like that stuff. Sure. Um, but, I, but I feel like that's happening more and more. Uh, mm. Here's another example. Okay. If I were to ask you... Okay. Who is your favorite Batman villain? Okay. And let's say mm-hmm. for genuine, well thought out, you could provide me a full uh, um, uh, 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 what's 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 the I just oh, <laughs> what's the what's the paper you write if you're going for your PhD? A thesis? No, it starts with a D. Oh, dissertation dissertation yeah i kept i couldn't get the word dysentery out of my head that definitely wasn't it <laughs> that's yeah Ooh. Hey. that's that's different that's totally different um but you could you could, you could have a full dissertation right. on why that's the case on why you genuinely think that joker is you know he's just your favorite right sure i feel like even even with all that mm-hmm. To just the general public, right. to someone just gen- generally asking you who's your favorite Batman villain, sure. do you not feel like a fool 
or like just you know just kind of a tag along <laughs> just a follower not a leader if you say joker yeah you do people go well oh, yeah, what, a, what a throwaway answer you didn't put any thought into that yeah you know so it's yeah. it's one of the reasons I don't I you know being a big fan of Tim Burton is known to be a part of me sure. a part of my identity yep. uh, but I don't really advertise it anymore just right. because it you know it doesn't it's like oh yeah of course it is yeah. like, oh, yeah. it doesn't hold the same meaning it once did maybe right um, so we uploaded four options from the Tim Burton category. Mm-hmm. And you all voted. Very much so. Y'all. Y'all. Y'all voted. Y'all come back now. And and I have to say, <laughs> I'm a little disappointed with the results. The, right. The, 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 what got picked is the, the one that I least wanted to get picked. Now, let right. me be clear. Sure. There, are, there were no wrong choices on this list. Fair enough. However... <laughs> There was only one film on this list that you had seen before. Correct. Yeah. And it was this. And that's the one that got picked. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. that's that's why I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because <clears throat> I I had the I had the the fantasy <laughs> of broadening your Tim Burton Landscape. catalog. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and and it 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 didn't happen this time, but sure as shit, it will happen <laughs> again moving forward yeah. at some point for sure. Um, you know, <laughs> so yeah, cool. So Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Also, if you're new to the show, there's going to be spoilers. Oh, if you haven't yeah. seen Sweeney Todd, get your life together. Uh, and if you have seen it, great, welcome. welcome. Um. Can you, I want to start with a question. Sure. Can you name mm-hmm. a musical sure. that is better suited for Tim Burton than this musical? Like if you're going to, if, if you're going to, if Tim Burton's going to direct a musical, is Sweeney Todd not obviously that musical? Right. You know, uh, Grease by Sweeney Todd. Well, who cares? <laughs> Gosh, no. Alice. I mean, well, I, like at this point, Cats by, Ooh. you know. Yeah. Although that film was scary enough. So. <laughs> For various different reasons. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Can you can you think of anything Nothing that's like comes dark to enough mind. to be... No. I mean, because this lends itself to, ver- to a very dark place just right off the bat. Like it's not an interpretation. Oh, e- easily, it's not a, like yeah. You know, there's various interpretations of movies that have a different spin than previous adaptations. Like this, this is just as cookie cutter dark as it gets. Yeah, and and I mean that's not to say like Tim Burton certainly. Um, you know, it's not to say that this film would have turned out this way no matter who did it. Like Tim Burton, True. definitely uh, lives and and breathes his stylistic choices sure. into this film. Yep, that's true. Um, you know, it could have been much different through through costume design, character design. Um, even even just brutality, like there, there could have just been variations on the pan shots or what was shown. Different, or, different ways it was done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's true. Um, so typically we, uh, more recently, we've been working through the plot of a film and kind of commenting on it and bashing it and saying all kinds of fun things as we go. 
Um, this time, we uh, we're in kind of a unique position. Mm. Um, where instead we can actually work through the track list. We can work through the soundtrack of a movie and still hit all of the major plot points. For sure. Um, So we're going to do that. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, the first song is the opening title sequence. Yes. And you've got a... um, You've got a sequence with the blood running down through the sewers, mm-hmm. through the the gutters, through gears. Um, and it it feels very it feels similar to other opening credits that Tim Burton has done. It's very reminiscent of the Edward Scissorhands one. Mm, okay. Where it starts out and you're watching the cookies being made. Sure. <clears throat> um, and the different machines and all this stuff. Yep. Um it's also rather reminiscent of his version of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Ooh, I have um, not which seen Which it starts it. out and... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I won't spoil anything okay. from that for you then. Yeah. But yeah, it's similar. Sure. Similar, this kind of opening, you know. Um, and it's good. Like, this song immediately, it's all instrumental, but it definitely sets the tone mm. for the film. Right. Um, and, and that tone, musically, is a very big sounding orchestral thing oh yeah like musically this film is very impressive oh yeah for sure um with with the exception of johnny depp's um musical talent how so i I think i some people i think would critique his singing voice individually oh really okay well i mean we'll get into that But um, to be honest, I thought it was fine. Like literally I was like on Wikipedia and apparently there was some negative reception to it. And I was like, actually, yeah, I mean, there's wor- there's a lot worse. Anyway, he, uh, he was fine. Yeah, me. I mean, uh, I mean, Johnny Depp. Um, I don't know. Well, let's get into it now. Sure. Johnny Depp started out in Hollywood in a band. Right. Um, and Johnny Depp is in a band now. He's he's the lead singer of the Hollywood Vampires hmm. with. um with uh what is it um oh shit who's in that uh let me pull this up yeah, no yeah. it's really impressive oh really um it's like the who's who of hollywood vampires uh and they just play like rock stuff they do some covers they've got some of their own tracks hmm. um members alice cooper oh wow johnny Depp, yep. uh joe perry who is the lead guitarist for aerosmith wow like it's a yeah like this it's a, yeah it's not just like the neighborhood kids that play in their mom's garage kind of thing right yeah um and here's the question i would pose sure. to you and to anyone who critiqued johnny depp in this sure like look at look at the character he's playing sure and how he's playing it yep. would you would you have bought it if if it was this highly trained, beautiful, completely on pitch, or is the fact that it's got kind of a rough, like wavering kind of sound to it, mm-hmm. a part of, I don't know, to me, it's like, yeah, that, that he, he's, he doesn't have this beautiful voice. Oh, no. 
I I think you're quite right. Like I I was I was fine with it. I'm just saying that I guess it got some reception, negative reception. And I think you make a valid point. Well, people are dumb. <laughs> Not all people. Some people. just some. Uh, so the next song is No Place Like London. So it, it opens up. They're on the ship. Mm-hmm. You have Sweeney Todd, mm-hmm. and you have uh, Anthony Hope or Anthony. Anthony. If you're saying it in the in the Johnny Depp Cockney kind of uh, accent, mm-hmm. um, and just two polar opposite people, as far as two very opposite people, what they've seen or haven't seen, or how they feel and don't feel, and yeah, you know. and and yeah, and and so it's it's exactly so this scene kind of reveals to us that Anthony <laughs> is um, he's ready to see the world. Mm-hmm. He's young. Um, he's excited, vibrant, he's saying, you know, just, yeah. The, yeah, the whole, pr- there's no place like London, yeah. like, man, like I, I, uh, I excited to be in London. Right. I think he's, uh, is he American? No, no, he's no, not. He's, I think he's, he's returning. Though, yeah. I think he's just returning. He's returning. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. What a, what a, you know, he's young and he's naive mm-hmm. and, um, and, but. Sweeney Todd's perspective <laughs> is you're right. There is no place like London. Yeah. There's no place where they treat you like dirt and it's all about survival of the fittest mm-hmm. and capitalism mm-hmm. and, um, you know, be, be there for someone until it no longer suits your purposes and then knife them when they're not looking kind of environment just everything wrong with humanity embodied by london yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and yeah and so like johnny says or sweeney says in this in the scene he says you are young mm-hmm. life has been kind to you right you you will learn yeah. um i may quote so for the record i i i know every word to every song that's a, in this movie because yeah you've said before you like you drive to dunkin donuts with this soundtrack in your car oh yeah 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 the, yeah the soundtrack lives in my car that's cool um i've seen the movie maybe 10 times sure. i've heard the the soundtrack at least 10 times more than that mm. um and so that's 100 times for, <laughs> for people who are bad at math um yeah so i i, I may quote lyrics a couple of times that's cool I'll, I'll definitely be reliant upon that because this is the second time i've watched the movie and i don't think i even watched it in complete fullness the first time because there were some okay. some parts that i was surprised by when i watched this okay yeah. um so the other thing that's revealed in this mm. scene um so he kind of thanks anthony sure. he says um he says, I'd like to thank you. Had you not spotted me, I'd still be lost out mm, in the ocean. Yes. Um, so Anthony's a sailor. Anthony's got his own boat. Yep. Um, and he has... Uh, Johnny's been lost at sea. Sweeney's been lost at sea. Sure. And uh, <laughs> also, Anthony just is for kind the, of... If, just for the listeners, if, if we say Johnny at some point, it's synonymous. Just go with it. It's Yeah, it's, it is what it is, right? <laughs> if, I say Cam- if I say Campbell Bauer, I'm talking about Anthony... <laughs> You know, um, no, um, yeah. So he, he, Anthony, they leave the ship and Anthony kind of senses, um, 
some distaste, some something's troubling. Hmm. Sweeney Todd. Sure. And he asks, you know, what's up? Is, Are you all right? As if this whole crapping on London introduction song wasn't a hint enough. He he yeah, picks up I'm, on the I'm, subtext I'm, of, hey. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking maybe you're upset about something. You want to talk it out? Hey, I've, I've noticed something is off about you. Yeah. Um, and so he kind of, he, he kind of tells a story. Sure. Um, and he tells it in the third person. Okay. Um, he says, you know, there was this, he tells a story, there was a barber mm. and the barber had this beautiful wife mm-hmm. and, um, he had a daughter, yep. uh, like a baby newborn daughter. Sure. Um, but the barber was very naive. Mm. Um, the barber's name being Benjamin Barker. Um, <laughs> right. And he's, he's, he's super naive. And so there's a judge in town. Um, and this all takes place, this is like the 1800s. This yes. is, I would say mid to late. Like, I don't know for sure. <clears throat> yeah. But my guess would be like 1870s. Yeah. I'd for maybe. Sh- or, 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 or no, earlier. Um, it would definitely be you earlier. Could make, so it was written. You could make arguments, th- yeah. So the first time the character Sweeney Todd appears anywhere ever mm. is in the 1840s. Oh, so, so, so yeah. The, the story is approaching 200 years old. Right. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. It is. Um, but yeah, so, so it's, 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 let's say mid 1800s. Let's, we could, we could even just be nondescript or nonspecific and say like late industrial revolution, just cause there's like black smog everywhere and it's it's yeah, not okay. pleasant okay anyways sometime in the 1800s sure. um and and so there's a judge mm-hmm. who's quite a bit older <laughs> yeah i would say named maybe yeah. maybe 20 years older named judge turbo i thought it was judge snape <laughs> yeah so it's it's played by the incredible alan rick emphasis on incredible um, which is another interesting, like, so far, two of our actors that we've talked about, Johnny Depp mm. and Alan Rickman, okay. are are neither neither of them are strangers to Tim Burton movies. Sure. Yep. Okay. Um, y- you know, and some people some people might scoff at the idea of casting Johnny Depp in a musical. Who thinks to cast Alan Rickman in a musical? <gasps> yeah. Um, but it's but any of the scenes that he's singing in, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Oh, for sure. Because again, it's it's believable. Because you're going these these are just these are just guys, right? Who are singing about stuff. It's not this <laughs> like Glee thing where you go, holy shit! How do all these teenagers have mm-hmm. this incredible talent? Right. Right? Oh, no, or or the whole. Just, it's not like the surrounding ensemble like joins in and starts tap dancing. It's just like two dudes right. singing in a barber shop. Yeah, there's no big like group no, musical numbers no, no. in this film. Um, and so so there's this judge, mm-hmm. and the judge has got a thing for Benjamin's wife. Sure does. Lucy. Yeah. Um, no two ways Lucy? around it. Yeah. No, Lucy's the daughter. Uh, Lucy's the daughter. The wife's name was... 
No, 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 no. Lucy is the wife. Joanna is the daughter. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Joanna's the daughter. Lucy's the Correct. wife. Um, yeah. yeah. So he's got he's got the hots for Lucy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so well, what he does? He has the hots for them both eventually, but. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, well, so what he does is uh, he basically sends, uh, he he runs Benjamin Barker out of town yeah. on on crap charges. Popped up charges, yeah. Yeah, basically comes up with some, you know, oh, you, you did this and you did this. Maybe he plants some evidence, maybe whatever. Sure. Um, but basically runs him out of town. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah. And so, and so that's, that's kind of the end of Sweeney's telling of this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anthony asks, uh, and the lady, sir, did she succumb? Mm. And he says, that was a really long time ago. I, uh, I don't know if anyone would even know at yeah. this point. I, it's, it's, it's probably a story that's been lost to time. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's, it's maybe been, it's like 15 years. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since this story's happened. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, um, he kind of bids Anthony farewell. He give, you know, thanks him again. Sure. Um, and he says, you know, I'm, if you're looking for me, I'm guessing I'll be somewhere in the vicinity of Fleet Street. Yeah. Um, and that's good. They go, they kind of go their separate ways. There's a fun um, transition that happens here with the camera kind of going through the, the streets and it goes from i don't know they, they probably arrive at like one o'clock in the morning at the at the harbor mm-hmm. uh and then it kind of moves through the city as as you're kind of time lapsing and and, and it becomes daytime mm. morning time um and he arrives upon a uh a pie shop a meat pie shop mm-hmm. um and uh and he goes in and and that's where he meets Mrs. Lovett. Um, and Mrs. Lovett is played by Helena Bonham Carter. Of course, she, of course, it is. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, it's you know, it's uh, when you're married to the director, you get a lot of uh, <laughs> you get, a lot of perks. You get a lot of jobs. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I assume I think they were married at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what year Tim Burton and Helena got married, mm-hmm. but um, so, anyways, uh, and she owns this pie shop, and the song it immediately goes into a song called "The Worst Pies in London." <laughs> right. Um. And, and, and she I'm, basically. I'm just going to stop you here. Like for, I, yeah. I think I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to put this movie in my top ten or fifteen musicals of all time. It's just not my favorite, but. For a movie that I find so dreary and depressing, all these, like most of these songs, with the exception of a couple, are very like catchy, entertaining, and like I could see myself singing to like on my way to work. Oh, yeah, I do. It's very, (laughs) it's a very weird contradiction of like, I generally find this movie unpleasant, but yet the music is actually very well done and just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, don't know. I guess it's a compliment to the actual sound- soundtrack. Yeah. Um, yeah, worst, worst Pies in London. Which is basically just her denouncing her own, like acknowledging. <laughs> yeah. 
like business is bad and business is bad because i make shit pies like <laughs> exactly this is so derogatory to oneself just to <laughs> like she's she says it's great. and as she's making it there's like cockroaches climbing into pies that she's yeah that's that disgusting. she's putting the top on and sticking in the oven and and mm-hmm. and crushing sure. other cockroaches with her rolling pin and then Ugh. proceeding to roll out dough um as as one as one does yeah. really um and so yeah it's it's really gross and and johnny eats a little and and there's there's a brilliant piece of acting here um i really 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 like the facial expressions that johnny makes um (laughs) in reaction to him tasting one of the pies um Mm. and then she gives him some ale uh which he also doesn't you know it it seems like (laughs) maybe it's gone off this place is really run down it doesn't receive any customers um, it it probably gets some pretty bad reviews on like TripAdvisor. Yeah, yeah. And she during the song she makes a she makes she acknowledges that there's another sure. woman in town um, yeah. who has a pie shop named Mrs. Mooney. Mm. Um, and Mrs. Mooney's business is booming. <laughs> However. Mm-hmm she's kind of been noticing that coincidingly with Mrs. Mooney's business booming, all, mm-hmm. all of the neighborhood cats are going missing. Interesting. And so weird. So the assumption is that Miss Mooney is, um, is using cat meat. Um, mm-hmm. because yeah, an issue she kind of brings up is, is cat like, or not cat meat, but, <laughs> but meat in general, whatever meat it is that she's been using pork mm-hmm. or, or beef, mm-hmm. It's expensive. Sure. Um, particularly expensive when you don't have any customers. You don't have any money coming <laughs> in. Right. Um, so the less people who come, the worse the pies get. And the worse the pies mm-hmm. get, the less people <laughs> come. She got herself... It's a vicious circle. She got herself vicious. a real catch-22 there. <laughs> um, Circ- <laughs> yeah. And so she finishes her song and... Um, and acknowledges again takes another jab at her pies and she says you're gonna need a lot more than ale to wash the taste of that out of your mouth um and she says come in the other room i'll give you i'll give you some gin sure um i guess gin was big in london in the 1800s because gin is a Mm. reoccurring theme oh yeah in this movie and and i i i fully acknowledge that i'm in the minority when i say this but oh my god gin is good (laughs) Like, oh, like as I a, you were as a drink say, of choice. Yeah. Oh man, huh. like I'll drink it straight. Like I've people comment, people see like, oh, they're just they're just drinking it straight from the that's just. <laughs> and I'm like, no, man. Hmm. That's that. Put that on a little ice with it with maybe just to squeeze a little lime juice into it. Hmm. You got yourself. Do you find a, it? Do a, you find it has like a medicinal taste? Like just it tastes has, like it has a it has uh, a pine taste. It tastes like pine. Uh, um, yes. and that's, that's from the juniper berries anyways. Um, mm. so he, um, he comments on her song. Sure. <laughs> he says, uh, if, if times are so hard, uh, mm-hmm. you know, why don't you rent out the room that you've got over the shop? Sure. Um, that's a good idea. Yeah. And, um, and she says, well, I would. But no one's gonna rent that room because people think it's haunted. It's got a you know, there's sort mm. of a stigma around it. 
Um, sure. People say something really awful. There's there's a legend about that room. Some some mm-hmm. awful things happened. Um, sure. And so, and you know, okay, well, sp- <laughs> spill the beans. What happened? Um, and she kind of she she kind of recaps um, what Sweeney Todd saying about Benjamin Barker and Lucy, mm. um, mm-hmm. but then continues it on past the point where Sweeney yeah. Todd was removed. Yeah, or, or or where Benjamin Barker, sorry, was removed. Sorry, yeah. Continues the story. Continues the story. Yeah, she says there was a barber. Um, but what's interesting is, is like when Sweeney Todd is singing. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of really cool symmetry that happens in this movie, mm, and yeah. and there's a lot of really cool, um, two different sides of one coin happening at the same time. So she mm. sings. She sings this song called "Poor Thing," and "Poor yeah. Thing" is to the exact same tune as or more or less mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um as the of of Sweeney Todd's telling of the story right so they kind of reuse uh, the song but they change the okay. words sure. um and so when Sweeney Todd is singing about it he he talks about how Lucy was beautiful mm-hmm. and the baby was wonderful right and and Benjamin Barker was just so naive Hmm. but she was beautiful right and virtuous he says and Hmm. then mrs lovett tells the story and when mrs lovett tells the story with the same tune she sings that benjamin barker was beautiful and that lucy was silly and she was this this prissy little um yeah, just this, this this insignificant, didn't deserve them kind of thing, right? Hmm. Right. Um, and 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 takes a lot of sympathy, right? So the judge the judge saw how beautiful she was, sure. um, and rem- and and had him transported for life. She says, kicks him out, gets rid of him. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then once he's gone. Daily, the judge comes by Rapunzel, Rapunzel style, um, and and basically calls up to the tower, calls up to the room through mm-hmm. you know to the window, and sure. um, begs for her her indulgence, mm. and she won't give it to him. She got no interest. She's she's she doesn't may, maybe she doesn't know that the judge is the one that got rid of the husband. Mm-hmm. Right or or that it was you know, um, and so she's just yeah. sad and she's lonely and she's depressed sure. and she's yeah and um, so he comes up with this plan and he inv- he invites her to a ball he he throws a big ball, Ugh, yeah, and she goes and mm-hmm. it's a masked ball they're all wearing masks yeah and she finally finds Judge Turpin at the ball mm-hmm. and in front of everyone. Yeah. Judge Turpin proceeds to rape her. Yeah, what a horrible thing. And um and she she sings that because everyone else assumes in this moment that Lucy's daft, that she's mm-hmm. she's just uh, she's crazy. Mm-hmm. They all stand and laugh at her. Yeah. So what an interesting town where where <sighs> A Yeah. 
entertainment is and maybe it's i mean wow it's the 1800s and it's london yeah. so you know yeah um no i don't know i don't know i've never been to london i don't know anything about um <laughs> but um you know and 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 to boot not only because she's crazy it's okay to laugh but it's but it's the judge like he's he's a he's a figure of the town mm-hmm yeah, and unfortunately, there's yeah. I mean, there's situations historically and currently where power is used to manipulate, and there's class distinction or gender distinction of men and women, and yeah, it's a sad world at times. Um, so, anyways, um, yeah, and 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 so, as in response to hearing this, Sweeney Todd lets out a blood curdling scream. Oh, for sure! Like, who uh, wouldn't? And that confirms to Mrs. Lovett that mm. this Sweeney Todd character is, in fact, Benjamin Barker, that he's returned. Yeah. Uh, you know, he says, she says, so it is you, Benjamin Barker. And he says, no, mm-hmm. no, not, not, not Barker. That man's dead. It's Todd now, mm-hmm. Sweeney Todd, and mm-hmm. he will have his revenge. Also, was I the only one who every time he said Benjamin Barker, I thought he was going to say Benjamin Button? Uh, yes, because I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> okay, never so, mind. I mean, maybe not the only one, but I, I, I can't help you. Fair enough. Um, so she takes him upstairs. Oh, mm-hmm. he, well, he asks. He says, where's Lucy? Where's my wife? What, sure. What's happened to her? What, yeah, what has happened to this and, woman? And, yeah, and Mrs. Levitt informs him that mm-hmm. after she was somewhat humiliated in front of the entire sure. town... Sure. Um, she went to the local apothecary right. and basically drank everything that was there. She poisoned herself. Yeah. Um, and so he's, you know, now he says, okay, well, where's my daughter? And mm-hmm. she says, Judge Turpin has her. Right. right. He, af- after, after Lucy poisoned herself, Lucy's gone now. Um, mm-hmm. and he, he took... He took Joanna in as a ward. Yes. Um, and so she takes him upstairs. Well, and so here we go. So we'll get into this later because this is a spoiler show. But um, she reveals later that she lied to Sweeney Todd. Right. In an attempt to gain his affection and whatnot. But right. this is really early about, on in how, their relationship. How, what, like, yeah, let's just let's just jump right and spoil the end there. That's Hey, that's, spoilers are plenty in this show. I guess. But the, my point is, like, it's not like it's a developed relationship at this point. It's just kind of like, hey, I make these crappy meat pies. There's a room for rent. Hey, you, you are a male, so we could have a romantic relationship at some point in, in this world. I'm going to lie. Well, my, my, yeah, I mean, she's, she's definitely a manipulator. My perception is that although sure. she didn't make it into the either of the backstory songs... Um, she's obviously known about him for a while, maybe since back in the beginning days. Um, Yeah, that that can't be ruled out. That's fair. And, and, and maybe, maybe would have done something pretty similar herself had she had the resources that the judge had. Sure. (laughs) Dang. Right? Would have, would have had Lucy removed from the picture. Sure. And have worked That's actually a fair point and I will retract what I said. Good. Thank you for spoiling the end for a comment that you aren't even going to stand behind. That's fantastic. Um, so she takes him upstairs, 
Um, yeah. He pulls out a creaky floorboard. He reveals his straight razors from when he was a barber. Um, mm. And he sings a song um, called My Friends. He sings it yep. to the Blades. Um, yeah, okay. And yeah. he's he's singing about how beautiful they are and how they will have revenge and how wonderful their friendship and relations going to be. He's sorry he left them, but now he's home. Mm. And soon they're going to drip precious red rubies. So just to, to be clear, he's he's come back for revenge. Like that is his. Oh, yeah. Goal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he came back to reclaim his wife and daughter. Right. But. But now it's revenge. Now it's revenge. Yeah. Because okay. now, and I mean, he'll reclaim his daughter is the plan. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. his wife's poisoned yeah. herself. Sure. And so he can't reclaim her. And nope. so now it's, so now it's revenge. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, um, while he's singing to the blades, she's singing to him. It's, it's kind of not a duet because they're singing at the same time. Um, and it, it's, it's written very craftfully that like every so often in a line, they'll say, they'll sing the same word at the same time, but they're actually singing. She's singing about that. Basically what he's singing to the blades, she's Mm. singing to him. Um, but in a, you know, we can have this beautiful life together. Like she's at this point, she's full on saying, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, this is going to be wonderful. She's on the romance train. Yeah. Um, so that kind of ends. And and it, there's this really cool, you know, he finishes the song and he extends his arm and holds it out in the air. And he says, mm. at last, my arm is complete again. Um, <laughs> and the music does all the yeah. stuff. And um, mm-hmm. then we kind of, we cut to the judge's house. Right. And the first song that I don't like plays. Oh, really? Which is Green Finch and Lynette Bird. Okay. Um, sung by Joanna. I just find her voice very irritating. I mm, find okay. the I find her entire character irritating. Hmm. And I find this song from useless. from from like like collectively like all all around just annoying. Just annoying. And I and I, okay. well the portrayal of it annoying. Um, mm, sure. And yep. and this song, for the most part, is is useless. Yeah, I can't even really put my finger on it. I, I it didn't stick out to me. Too it much. doesn't. It doesn't really further the plot. It it maybe sure. gives you a little bit of insight into what her mindset is, but I can't even okay. speak about that fully because I'm. I can't not focus on how irritating I find the song. <laughs> okay. Right. So. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, so then there's a song, uh, and, and it's very short, mm-hmm. called uh, Alms Alms, which is sung mm. by a a street woman, a crazy beggar. Crazy beggar woman. Yeah. yeah, and she's basically asking for, you know, money for the poor. Yep. Um, and it it's lasts like a minute, and that's it, and sure. it's over. Sure. Um, and so Anthony happens to be walking along just as um, Joanna's song is wrapping up, and he spots mm. Joanna mm-hmm. and instantly loves her. I mean, love She's at first sight, I guess. Most, most beautiful thing he's ever seen. He has just been on a ship for God knows how long. He's, but. he's seen a lot of fish. Um, 
<laughs> and so he sings a song, Joanna, um, which I don't even, I don't even know at this point how he knows what the hell her name is. But hey, that's that's not important. But whatever. Um, the judge catches him singing. Yeah. About his Joanna, pulls sure. him inside. Offers him some niceties at first, which turns into GTFO. (laughs) If I you 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 gandered at my ward, Mm -hmm. I did. Yes, sir. You gandered. You gandered. Uh, And if you do it again, Mm -hmm. we're gonna have issues. (laughs) We're gonna have issues. Yeah. Throws him out. Gets 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 his kind of like creepy slave guy named by uh, <laughs> played by um timothy, oh, okay. timothy plant i think is yeah his name. yeah um uh, timothy spale spall spall yeah okay. yeah timothy spall. timothy spall, spall. um yeah. <laughs> would you call him his slave guy <laughs> who now timothy's lost he's he's lost a lot of weight mm-hmm. and he like in he, real he, life in real life and he looks yeah, really good yeah now. he looks um so much better than in the movie which is so funny because he like between this and harry potter and a couple other films he's one of those oh, yeah. actors kind of like steve Bush- buscemi um who's the who's the crazy looking guy from all the adam sandler movies <laughs> right yeah <laughs> who so one of those guys that often like what are the phone calls the phone calls are we have a movie <laughs> we need someone who looks repulsive and and like we have a repulsive character right like yeah. is timothy spall i feel like for a really long time was just cast as was typecast as a repulsive guy we need someone who looks like a rat like the yeah. embodiment of a rat exactly just um, looks looks grotesque has teeth coming out will yeah. eat you alive is just will give you the plague yeah so he throws him out um, sure, yeah. And he's got like black, stick. black eye, bloody nose. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. knocked out one of his incisors. And, um, and, but he continues to sing. Nothing gets, nothing gets Anthony down. He, he finishes <laughs> his, he finishes his Joanna song despite all, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, then we cut back. We cut back, you know, a day or two has passed. Um, and Sweeney Todd and, Mrs. Lovett um, mm-hmm. are headed down into the town center to um, the town square. There's like a uh, a market, right? They're probably mm-hmm. going to go get some some supplies and stuff. And some, um, yeah. there's a traveling like a a, a, a merchant cart. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a little boy, and he's singing about Pirelli's Miracle Elixir, mm-hmm. um, which is a hair tonic. Sure. Um, a miracle hair tonic. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I really like this song. The thing I like the most about this song, I think, is the the brief lines from Sweeney Todd and <laughs> and Mrs. Lovett. It was just this like, you know, mm. smells like ink or uh, smells like piss, looks like piss. This is piss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, what is this is gross kind of. So anyways, um, this, the 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 Tim Burton version of if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Yeah. Um and so that song ends and mm-hmm. and out emerges 
um, a guy named uh, Adolfo Adolfo Pirelli, mm-hmm. um, and he is pissed off mm-hmm. that um, that someone's been doubting his elixir, saying that his elixir looks like piss, throwing um, throwing shade publicly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and Pirelli is played by Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. Um, and, uh, and so, so he, he sings this song, um, yeah, like this, this quick little, um, introduction song of himself. It lasts like 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, he, he, he calls out like who, who's, who has said that my elixir is piss? <laughs> Who's saying this? And Sweeney Todd mm-hmm. says, "I do." I, he says, uh, "I'm, Same walk. I'm Same Mr. Walk. I, yeah, I'm Mr. Sweeney Todd from Fleet Street. I have opened a mm-hmm. bottle of Prelly's elixir, and I say to you that it is nothing but an errant fraud concocted of piss and ink. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, Prelly, Signor Prelly, I have serviced no kings yet. I wager that I can shave a cheek with ten times the dexterity of any street mountebank, and." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, see, that's, that's, I just, I know the movie so, so well, um, and challenge, so they have a contest Mm -hmm. and Prelly just kind of sings about all the stuff he's done. He shaved the Pope. He's, Hmm. he's amazing. He's so great. That's cool. Um, Beetle, Beetle Bountford, which is the guy played by Timothy Spall. He happens to Mm -hmm. be there for some reason. Um, and he judges the whole thing. Yep. Um, Todd wins. Good for him. Yeah. Um, he need, he really needed one victory. He, he yeah. had, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so this scene all kind of wraps up basically with, um, a conversation between Todd and, uh, and the Beatle. Um, mm-hmm. and him basically saying, <laughs> you know, the Beatle says, oh, yeah. You're really good at this. I've been looking for a, uh, I've been looking for a new barber, um, mm. and Todd's like, okay, well, there's my address. <laughs> Drop Come me a time. line. Yeah, night or night or day. Um, and so, and and, and Prelly's kind of pissed. Prelly's kind of feeling like I got out, uh, I got outdone by this by this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they go back. Todd and, and Lovett go back and Todd's really, he's impatient. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Because it, the Beatle has said before the week is out, I'll come, you know, you'll see me before the week's out. Um, and so he says, you know, before the week's out, that's what the Beatle said. Why didn't he, why, why isn't he come? Where is he? Um, and so, like, yeah, two yeah, days. And, yeah. and she's like, who says the week's out? It's only Tuesday. Like, yeah. Calm your shit, man. Yeah. And um, you need to pull yourself together, lad. And, yeah. So then, literally, she sings a song called "Wait." Mm-hmm. Um, and this, to me, is another one of the. I, I don't. I don't dislike this song. I don't think I dislike any of the songs as much as I dislike the the Green Finch song. But but okay. this this song to me just isn't super memorable. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She just basically says, you know, wait. Yeah. Um. All good things come to those who wait. Half half the fun of the plan is planning the plan, mm-hmm. um, and that's and that's it. It's like a three and a half minute song that can be summed up by, by the title. 
just 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 wait be patient mm-hmm. um then the judge announces to um the beetle <laughs> that in order to protect her from mm-hmm. the dangers of the world sure. she has decided to marry um he's decided to marry joanna his ward right todd's daughter yep and the beetle says ah that's that's wonderful news congratulations and he said it's funny though Mm -hmm. she seemed not very excited when i told her i actually wrote this down when i offered myself to her she showed a certain reluctance yeah and (laughs) instead of the beetle saying well you're 50 years older than her (laughs) i mean yeah and keep her imprisoned (laughs) i mean there's a whole list of reasons why it's weird he said um he he sings a song he's got a song called ladies in their sensitivities Mm. um and he basically says you're not looking your best you've got some stubble there's powder on your coat Mm -hmm. um you know and so if you do like you're you need to change your cologne um and if you need you do to these bathe. things yeah. yeah and if you do these things mm-hmm. she will lose her self control <laughs> and she'll bow to your every desire yeah so so get a shave and so he says okay uh, that's what a good idea and so he it's ends a, up a random side note this movie has ruined like have you ever gone to get a professional shave somewhere like you've been at a no. mall where there's a barber no i Have haven't ever, yeah i i don't think i ever can because of this movie oh i i absolutely would yeah well yeah mm, no es- i especially cannot especially in london <laughs> by a guy with a big white streak in his hair oh i'd be yeah. beside myself i'd be absolutely sign me up because <laughs> okay. there's anyway, no yeah. way there's no way he's acting anyways um <laughs> so yeah he goes to get a shave yeah he basically takes a beetle's appointment (laughs) yeah um and here ensues one of the greatest songs um called pretty women and it's a duet between johnny depp and alan rickman and basically um wait i thought it was a duet between him and richard greer no close yeah close richard greer is not in this although that would be oh that's a different pretty woman sorry yeah um uh, oh, also, actually, just prior to this, yep. um, Prelly has shown up. Yes. And he has revealed that he isn't actually Italian. He's British. <laughs> and that he um, is a... He, that he remembers Sweeney Todd. He knows who Sweeney Todd. He recognizes him as Benjamin Barker. He sure. kind of job-shadowed in the... in. Barker's shop years ago. Yeah. Um, like literally stood in or sat in the corner watching him. And and doesn't so much recognize him, but definitely recognizes the the razors. Because yes. they've got sort of some cool um yep. embroidering on the sure. in the handles. And yep. um they and, say badass. Yeah, yeah. Uh gangster for life. And um <laughs> And um, so he uh, he basically threatens to blackmail Sweeney Todd. Oh, right? he yeah, says, extort, uh, blackmail, yeah. I'll, I'll keep this quiet, but you owe me 
whatever a certain percent of all your yeah all your earnings moving forward Um, not a good move on his part and instead of saying yes he hits him over the face with a hot kettle yeah and keeps him in a chest for a little bit and then subsequently slits his throat yes with one of the razors um and so the judge shows up and Mm -hmm. sweeney puts on a jacket to cover the blood all over his sleeve Mm mm-hmm and and they sing this pretty women song, mm-hmm. which is interesting because they're both singing about the same woman, mm-hmm. for very different reasons. Um, well, no, yes and no. Um, okay. I guess Turpin at this point is singing about Joanna, and mm. and Johnny's pro- or Todd is probably singing about both. He's singing about Joanna, but he's also singing about Lucy. True. Um, you know, and, and so he's asking him questions like, you know, and who is your intended, sir? And he says, my ward. And she's pretty as a rosebud. And this great line where Sweeney Todd says, pretty as her mother. And he hmm. says, what? Pardon? What, what, what was that? And he goes, nothing, sir. Right? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing Shall at all. We continue? Shall we continue? <laughs> um, and he's just about ready. Sure. Um, and he's just about to kill him. He's just about mm-hmm. to slit his throat with the thing, and Anthony bursts in mm-hmm. to tell Sweeney Todd about this Joanna girl mm-hmm. who he needs to capture and you know and take. Um, and he kind of he kind of like bursts through the door mid sentence. Yeah. Um, and so as a result, Turpin gets up and leaves um, mm-hmm. because he he says you know. At, as for you, Barber, it's all too clear with whose company you keep. Um, you know, I wish you all the best business. You'll have none of mine. Um, and uh, yeah, basically, basically, and then and issues another warning, like I'll kill you, boy. Like you come anywhere, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> come anywhere near my daughter, <laughs> soon to be wife. We'll have we'll have we'll have issues. <laughs> Listen um, here, boy. Yeah. Now, one of my favorite two songs happened at this point. Okay. Um, Mrs. Lovett, who's just been downstairs with Toby, who is the boy yep. that was singing about the Miracle Elixir, was mm-hmm. kind of the slave boy of Pirelli, but now Pirelli's mm-hmm. dead. So, yep. um, and Toby doesn't know that. Um, Toby's just told that he's been called out of town on some business. He had, um, he had to join the circus, and yeah. he surprisingly believes that. Yeah, and um, and so Toby's downstairs drinking all the gin. He's like eleven. <laughs> that kid can put it down. And um, and she comes up because there's all this banging and shouting and this that and mm-hmm. the other thing. She says, "What's going on?" Um, sure. And Sweeney sings one of my two favorite songs in this movie. Okay. Tied for first place, favorite songs, um, okay. called Epiphany. Sure. Um, and it's literally what it is. He starts out, the, the song has several different phases to it. It starts out and he's upset. He mm-hmm. says, I had him. Why did I wait? His throat was sure. there beneath my hand. I had him. Mm-hmm. His throat was there and he'll never come again. So he feels like he, his chance go- is gone. He blew it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then he has a little bit of a rage. He goes into a section. Um, we all deserve to die. Yeah. Um, there's a hole in the world like a great black pit, and it's filled with people who are filled with shit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some the, ties to the London song from the beginning. Yeah, and the pity of the world inhabit it, but not for long. Mm-hmm. They all deserve to die. Um, even you, even me, everybody. We all, like, you know. Um, such a, <laughs> such, yeah. Continue. Yeah, the lives of the wicked should be made brief. For the rest of us, death will be a relief. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's very this. And so it, it's basically... It's basically in the song that he he commits like I am going to I'm going to kill the judge mm-hmm. and the beetle. Sure. And in the meantime, I'll practice on the throats of anyone who comes in for a shave. Which yeah, I will like get, I, think... I, I will get him back even as he gloats. In the meantime, I'll practice on less honorable throats. Yeah, you know, I'm not trying to be the boy scout of um Fleet the, the Captain Street America here. here. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a little bit more palatable if he was like, okay, I'm going to draw my revenge on these two people. I'm not condoning revenge or murder. But I, I think just as a fictional story, it's a little easier to swallow just if the, it was that. When he crosses the line of like, eh, and then I'm just going to kill like literally anyone who crosses this doorstep. It gets Yeah, but I think he... I mean... The characters are all taken to a stream for the sake of entertainment, but mm-hmm. I, th- I think in this, he's he's got nothing. He's got nothing to lose at this point. Sure, he's got nothing. He's fighting for. Yeah, but I still think it's a little the selfish. D- like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. We're splitting and, hairs. Uh, and and he's 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 kind of he's kind of given into the idea that he's lost joanna and that's it right right my my lucy lies in ashes and i'll never hold my girl again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so then she says okay calm down come downstairs have some gin and he right. comes downstairs and um she asks what are we going to do about pirelli what are we going to do about the dead guy up in your trunk um and the skeleton and, in the closet so to yeah. speak and this is my other favorite song and they happen side by side it's like so it's like the best part of the film hmm. um he says later on when it's dark out we'll take him to some secret place and bury him sure she says oh yeah i suppose we could do that seems a shame though or and he says why is it a shame and she hmm. says well he i don't suppose he's got any family that's going to come poking around looking for him mm-hmm and Mrs. Mooney runs her business using cat meat. <laughs> and meat in general is really expensive. Mm-hmm. And so they sing a song called A Little Priest. Mm-hmm. And and it's a duet, and I love this song. And the song is basically how they're, you know, they're singing about, okay, I'm going to kill everyone who comes. Yeah. And then we'll grind them up and put them into meat pies, and your business will boom. <laughs> um, and I love this song. And honestly, you know how sometimes at wedding receptions, the first <laughs> the, the first dance of a couple, they like oh, surprise yeah. everyone by having choreographed something. Sure, like it's yep. it's like this big impressive, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" And, and Whoa. they kind of form this circle around mm-hmm. them. I have always yep. thought, <laughs> and again, this is, I mean, if this doesn't prove that I'm actually a Tim Burton guy, um, nothing will. 
nothing will. Nothing, I've yeah, I've always nothing. thought that this song would be great for a first kind of, for this like if if you have everyone gathered around because the mm. whole song is mm-hmm. looking at different people <laughs> and talking about eating them it and is. about putting them into pies and so I I think it'd be so great if you did that but but the people who you're talking about eating and putting into pies are all of your wedding guests who are gathered around to watch you have your first dance. I think that's would be I don't, incredible. I, I don't know how to respond to that. That's fine. Just <laughs> just tip your cap and understand that that it's you know so anyways. Yeah. Um mm. so yeah. Um I yeah. I used to think this movie was just for people who liked kind of estranged, very like niche stories. And it, it obviously is, but I think like when I first saw this maybe 10 years ago, I don't think I realized that it was based on a, a, like an older piece of literature. Oh, yeah. There's like Broadway plays and there's... Yeah, plays oh, yeah. and like even the original story from the 1800s. So yeah. like my first narrative was what a silly movie that's just for Tim Burtonites who just want something that's really artsy fartsy. Oh, and, like, no. Like when you, because when you write out like just on a piece of paper, some guy who murders people and makes them into meat pies, it's like what? But yeah, it's my point is, I guess it's it's astonishing how big a lore this whole story is based off of, and then this movie was made. And not only that, it's never been substantiated, but ever since it's come out, or you mm-hmm. know, the, like the story itself, there sure. have always been, as long as the story's been around, there have mm-hmm. always been claims that. Um, that he was a real guy who committed these crimes in the early 1800s. Yeah. Yeah, I did some reading on that. I think there's, like, controversy about how true it is, but it's yeah. still interesting. But some people, yeah, some people think it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a reprise of Joanna, uh, which is kind of a montage moment. So it's, it's, sure. it's, it's basically the whole point of this song mm-hmm. is to show you um, that... Yeah, he's killing everyone. Yep. With the exception of the one guy. There's one guy who, like, you get used to him slitting throats, sort of this mm-hmm. montage of him singing and slitting mm-hmm. these throats. Um, sure. And then there's one that he starts shaving, and it cuts away, and you can see while he's got a wife and kid that's sitting there watching. So he can't very well because they'd start yeah. running and screaming and all this stuff. Um, <laughs> and on top of that, her business is booming. Mm-hmm. Like, this arrangement is working out really really well yeah from some perspectives yeah um and so yeah so he he basically he again he concedes i'm not going to get my wife back i'm not going to get my daughter back sure this is me now i've I've been so i've been so the world has done nothing but step on me Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna take i'm gonna take out as much as i can on my way down. I'm going to go down in a mm-hmm. blaze of glory. There's there's all these themes of virtue and naive virtue and the world ruining what's fair and fragile. And then at this point, Johnny, De- sorry, Sweeney Todd has seen so much stuff that he is just like a bull in a china shop and he's just taking down whoever he can. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's around this time that the judge has kind of decided... Like, she's like, I, I have no interest in marrying you. I'm leaving. 
And he says, okay, well, I'll have you locked up. It's then. obviously, and it's obviously because he didn't get a shave. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, didn't finish the shave. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, so he has her locked up. Um, mm-hmm. And not just anywhere. No. Where does he have her locked up? Do you know At the answer? An asylum. Oh, which, I don't. Which asylum? Ooh, I, I don't know. This is a fun piece of history. This is Ooh. he has he has her locked up in an actual genuine asylum. Ooh, interesting. A historic asylum that oh. has that has cultural uh, significance. Legs. Interesting. I don't know the answer. He has her locked up in an asylum in an old, famous London asylum called Bedlam. Oh, interesting. And so you've heard the term bedlam used. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the asylum is bedlam. Cool. Yeah. Um, and so she's locked up. And Anthony catches wind of this. Um, hmm. There's a song that happens called um, God That's Good, um, <laughs> yep. which is to the same tune as Pirelli's Elixir, and it's Toby singing it again. Mm. Um, yep. And this time, instead of singing about the elixir, he's singing about the meat pies. Mm-hmm. And Toby's got no clue. Toby's got no clue that <sighs> no, clue. you know, that there's feet in the meat, basically. Quite literally, um, yeah. And so uh, then there's a song called "By the Sea," mm-hmm. which is um, basically again, it's kind of a throwaway song. Um, it's mm-hmm. her, it's her saying, singing about how happy she is and she's planning out a life with the three of them and she's mm-hmm. going to marry him, which is a great scene when he, he asks like, you know, will you take, will you take her to be your lawful, lawfully wedded wife? And he kind of mm-hmm. does this like little nod thing and then they, <laughs> and they kiss and he like makes a face and then it's this little peck. It's, mm-hmm. it's, that scene's so great. Um, <laughs> but the whole time he's, he's disinterested in all of this. He's got no interest in oh, this. His main no. focus is still killing the judge. Revenge. Oh, so not interested. Yeah. And he, and he's lost sight of, ki- of, of killing the judge to rescue his daughter, killing Chish. No, he just killed the judge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, he's just seeing, all he sees is blood at this point. He's kill so the judge. fixated on it. Yeah. Um, then at this point, Todd and Anthony come up with a plan mm-hmm. to rescue Joanna. Sure. And get them to sail off away forever. And it's unclear if if Todd's plan after Anthony rescues Joanna is for him to kill Anthony. Say that again. It's, it's unclear. It, it seems unclear. So the plan yeah. is that... The plan seems to be sure. that that Anthony will go to Bedlam, yep, posing as a wig maker because they the all the finest London wig makers <laughs> get their hair from the Bedlam girls, and sure. and the girls are actually segregated in different rooms based on hair color. There's a room of blondes, <laughs> there's a room of redheads, there's a room yep. of brunettes, mm-hmm. and so the plan is that he'll go do that. And then they'll sail away. They'll run off together and everything will be fine. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's unclear and could be hypothesized Mm. that the real plan that Anthony's unaware of is once he Mm -hmm. does that and brings her back there, he'll kill Anthony so that Anthony doesn't try to take his daughter either. 
Mm. Um, and then he'll have his he'll have his Joanna. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hard, potentially. Hard, hard to say. Hard to say. Um. And so he he does this. There's there's a lot that kind of happens here really quick. Sure. Um. Toby sings a song to Mrs. Lovett called "Not While I'm Around." Toby Toby's mm-hmm. kind of he still doesn't know that there's feet in the meat, but he's he's got suspicions about Todd. He's he's got some he's getting some vibes. Yeah, he's about like this whole uh, situation. I I don't think he's, he's a great guy. And Mrs. Lovett's like, "How dare you say that?" He gives us a <laughs> good life. You? He provides for us. Listen shut, here, you snot nose. Shut brat, your brat. damn mouth, you dirty. Yeah. Um, Last time I give you gin. Yeah, exactly. Yes, sailor. And um <laughs> and so that's all fine and dandy. Um sure. she she says, I have a new job for you. Yeah. And she takes him down into the basement, the cellar, mm-hmm. the creepy cellar, which has like direct it's like really cool old cobblestone architecture. Sure. Because the cellar's got like direct access to these massive sewers and like all this cool. <laughs> yeah. But so anyways, mm. takes him down um, and says, you know, I need you to turn this, turn this crank to grind the meat. And then, um, and then you put the meat into the pies and then the pies go in the oven only so many at a time. Mm-hmm. Don't muck mm. it up. Yeah, um, and she leaves and locks the door, mm-hmm. locks him in sure. um, and kind of shows remorse. Yeah. Like she's yeah. a little upset that she's had to do that. Mm-hmm. Um Todd uh at this point um who knows where Todd is. He's he's gone to go run an errand or do something. Sure. Um, Which like do we really need Kleenex at this time of night? Like just Exactly. Did you Anthony, need to run this well, errand? Coronavirus. I got to buy all the but, toilet paper. No, I I will not take that. Like even if it's the plague, you've just lynched your woman out of prison out of an asylum you need to get the heck out of there not just hey let's yeah. let's gather our things well no because you still got to kill the judge todd 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 still has yeah. to kill, kill the judge yeah so todd's uh, not home and anthony I'm, I'm, and i'm talking what? about anthony like anthony oh, no. goes to run an errand he should just leave with uh with johanna like get, he get. goes to what's he do he goes no so so Todd's off running an errand. Yeah. Joanna and Anthony come back. Mm-hmm. Anthony goes to get Todd. He said he tells Joanna, "Wait here." Mm. Okay. Todd comes back. Mm-hmm. Doesn't uh, Joanna for some reason hides in the trunk? Mm-hmm. Um, the judge comes in looking sure. for them. And he says, oh, you know, he lies to him. He says, oh, he's just gone off to do this. He's very sorry. She um, had, she's had a change she's, of heart. She she's loves seen you. her ways. Yeah, she's seen yeah. the error in her ways. Um, and she's very excited to be with you. And he says, really? Oh. Because he's an idiot. Wow. Um, he is and, a fool. and then Sweeney Todd says, how about a shave? Just... And, and he says, oh, why not? We didn't finish our song. And so they sit down and they start singing again. He's um, like, YOLO, YOLO, why not? He reveals to him, he, Todd reveals at the sort of the climax of the song, reveals to Turpin 
I am Benjamin Barker. Mm. And then stabs him quite violently in the neck. Yes. Um, he's already killed the beetle at this point. He killed the beetle maybe a little bit ago. I missed that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, beetle came in for, for a shave. For a health inspection. and then Oh, yeah, he's there for a health inspection. Yeah. Because of the smell. Because there's a smell coming from the chimney, which is yeah. man meat. Grotesque. And lady meat. Um, Human no, meat. just men, I guess. He's only killed men up until this point. Um, yeah, yeah, he's only killed men. Point. Yep. Unless, like, women are the... I don't... You know, do women go to the barber to shave their legs? Like what's he doesn't do perms, no. He's not no. Uh that's not what a perm is, but mm-hmm. no, I, I never said it was, but I I'm just oh, saying okay. he didn't doesn't do perms. Um kills the judge. Mm-hmm. And then hits like so th- this whole time he's like rigged up this cool chair where he like <laughs> hits the pedal and the chair I flips guess. back and a hole in the floor opens up and the body <laughs> slides down the laundry chute into the basement. <laughs> I guess that's cool. Oh, it's so cool. Um, <laughs> and so he does that. Then Joanna comes creeping out of her thing. Um, and Todd comes back in. There's a lot of like running in and running out. Like it's it's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people coming and going. Um, Joanna's kind of been dressed up to look like a boy here. Her hair's up in mm-hmm. the hat. She's yep. got some soot on her face. Mm-hmm. Um, and he mistakes her for some some sailor boy. <laughs> who are you what did you see forget yeah. my face um yeah. and he sends he sends her off run away yeah. don't ever return here which and i i couldn't really remember the ending and i really thought this was going to have some tragic twist of him killing her unknowingly well so what's interesting mm-hmm. is at this moment mm-hmm. the crazy beggar woman from the street comes in sure yep and he does, she sings this stuff about how all this wickedness and stuff. And then she mm-hmm. has a moment where she kind of stops and says, don't I know you? Mm-hmm. And he slits her throat and sends her down through the shaft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he goes downstairs to help. And they go downstairs looking for Toby. Right. Toby's um, nowhere to Toby's be Toby's left because Toby has discovered a toe in the pudding. And... <sighs> was yeah. in there when the judge's body came down. Mm. Yes, and so has, right. has now seen a dead body drop down too. So he's climbed down into the sewers. He's buggered off somewhere. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you? Like, I'm not sticking oh, yeah. around there. Yeah, get out of there. Um, <laughs> Todd comes down. He They're loading bodies into the grinder. He goes to pull the woman over, and Mm. Mrs. Lovett's like, ah, no, I'll get it, I'll get it. And he says, no, 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 Mm -hmm. get off me, woman. What? Yeah, leave um, me alone. Pulls her into the light of the fire and recognizes that it's his Lucy. Yeah. Accuses her of lying, confronts her. You lied. Mm -hmm. And she says, no, I didn't lie. I said she poisoned herself. I never said she was dead. Right. Um, she's but semantics. She was, yeah, but she was crazy. So, same thing. You don't want her anyway. Yeah, whatever. And um, and so then they start dancing around the room. He says he he, he again he kind of mimics a song from a um, from a little priest, right? Where he sings, mm. "Mrs. Lovett, you're a bloody wonder, eminently practical yet appropriate as always. How mm. I've lived without you all these years, I'll never know." Mm-hmm. Um. 
and they dance around and he says life is for the alive my dear so let's keep living it really living it really living it and he throws her into the fire and closes the door and then he kneels down in front of the wife that he's killed still not knowing that his daughter was right there and he sent her daughter off yeah and then while all this is happening mrs lovett's dead lucy's dead the judge is dead the beetle's dead Mm-hmm. Who knows where Anthony is? Well, that, and that that goes back to my point. Like, Anthony, come on, you didn't have to run these errands. Let's right. Go. Uh, and Joanna's been sent off wherever. While all this is happening, mm-hmm. he's kneeling and he's crying over his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Toby comes up from the sewers, picks up Todd's knife, and, and, sl- and Toby and slits who's been Todd's a, throat. Who's been a skeptic from the start? Yeah, slits Todd's throat. Mm-hmm. Todd bleeds out all over Lucy's face. Yeah. And the credits roll. Making yeah. this really, I would say, um, the sort of the epitome of mm-hmm. a tragedy. Yeah. This is a tragedy. The tragedy sure. of Sweeney Todd. Yep. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. So that's it. That's the movie. Yeah. Yeah, Love no, it's movie. yeah. You know, I, I, it, it's not my favorite movie. It, it's clearly more my cup of tea than it is yours. For sure, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Yeah, and that's just the way film is subjective. Right, Each I like more different movies than person. you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It is, it is a tragedy in every sense of the word. I mean. Just from everything that happens to him to literally just bad circumstance and timing of just not knowing who was in his grasp or who he could have talked to and his wife and daughter and just killing them, killing one, throwing off, throwing away the other and just, yeah. Yeah. Quite unfortunate. <laughs> Righto. Righto. What's your favorite song what, in the movie? Um, That's a good question. I don't. If I had to say, ooh, maybe Pretty Woman. Okay. Maybe. It's fun. It's a fun duet. Yeah. Um, uh, probably either that or No Place Like London. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Actually, okay. The more I'm looking, I'm like, oh, maybe that one too. Maybe that one too. But I'll leave it, I'll leave it to those two. Probably those okay. two. Cool. Yeah. Um, just, so what, what becomes of Anthony and Johanna? Like, what do you think happens to them? I think Johanna ends up who knows where. Because like she, she comes out of the asylum and she's a changed woman. Like she's jaded. She, she's seen some stuff in there. She, the optimism is just sucked out of her soul. Yeah. I think she's gone. So like, she'll just leave without Tony. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, she's just taken off, and the tra- and there and therefore the tragedy just continues. Nobody wins. Like, nobody wins. Like literally and, nobody. And like on like literally nobody, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know it's not like Toby's not pretty much effed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. R- right. Oh, man. Like, yeah. I, I, I just picture to- Tony, not Toby, but Tony coming back with like a grocery bag full of like spinach and produce and like seeing what's happened and like Johanna's gone and he drops it on the ground and just yells, no. 
Darth Vader. I style. should. I shouldn't have gone to the grocery store right no. now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway. Hmm. Uh, I have a couple of trivia questions for you, if you Ooh. so choose. I'm I do like. I do like when you trivialize me uh, <laughs> with Tim Burton films. So, and these are so tricky because the balance is trying to keep it fun for the audience who wouldn't know as much as you but also trying to stump you so yeah we'll see we'll see where it lands we'll i would see say where it lands. I, I would say the perfect balance there is mm-hmm, sc- mm-hmm. screw the audience <laughs> hey, but, uh, words to live by yeah okay who who was originally intended to direct this project prior to tim burton getting hold of it oh gosh mm-hmm. um are there options? I'm I'm not. Okay. Yeah. Um that's really interesting because I didn't mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. And I also find it just weird. I, I, I don't I just find it weird that this is a DreamWorks film. Maybe right. maybe I'm just I, I arbitrarily associate DreamWorks films with not films like this. Um if that makes sense. Right. I'm trying to okay. I'm trying to think. Let's let's talk this out. out loud. Sure, because this is Steven, 2007. Steven Spielberg doesn't make any sense. Oh no! George Lucas doesn't make any sense. No, not Christopher really. Christopher Nolan doesn't make any sense. Mm, that would have been a very different Sweeney Todd. M Night Shyamalan doesn't really make any sense. No. Um, Although he was hot around then, he was hot as heck around then. Like he released a movie like every year in the mid two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Sam Raimi. <laughs> Sam Raimi maybe makes some sense. Um. <laughs> Sam Raimi maybe. Um. Directors, directors. Yeah. Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. He's done a bunch of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I I don't I I really don't know. Um For, you know what, for fun, I'll say it's a director you've mentioned. Okay. So it's either so Sam Raimi. It's, it's got to be either Sam Raimi or S- Sam Mendes. Okay. Um, and I think Sam Raimi was busy with Spider-Man at the time, so I'm going to say Sam Mendes. It was, yeah. Wow. Uh, it wasn't until 2006 that Burton had the chance to realize his long ambition of making this movie as it was announced at that time that his appointment to replace Sam Mendes occurred. I I think that was a good that was good circumstances. Yeah, I don't know what it would look like non Tim Burtony. I don't. Cuz it is very Tim Burtony. Like the yeah. makeup, the sunken in eyes, the mm-hmm. the the big hair, the big kind of almost Edward almost like brushed Edward Scissorhands hair that they have on <laughs> right on Sweeney Todd. And and as my knowledge of this story changed, like I used to just think that this is Tim Burton finding an excuse to be weird. 
but then I realized, no, this is based on a, like a, a other literary piece of work, and it's just Tim Burton putting a, his touch on it. And right. and that I I think he was the right choice. Um, this one's a bit of a some low hanging fruit, so I'm think you'll get it. I think you will. Um, there are four actors in this film who appear in uh, J.K. Rowling movies in the Harry Potter universe. Can you name these four actors? Um, um, yes. Alan Rickman. <laughs> One. Uh, oh. Helena Bohem Carter. Two. Uh, Timothy Spall. Three. And I was struggling with the fourth one, but it's Johnny Depp. Yes. That's the trick, right? Because he played Grindelwald. Yeah, in uh, the uh, Wild Beasts. Beasts. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them Universe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The last one. Do you think this movie won an Oscar? Oh, probably not. I mean... I don't know. It was I, it was nominated for three. Was it not? Holy crap! Mm-hmm. See, that's that's more than I that's more than I thought. I, it's like, more I than I think thought it would, too. I didn't think it was going to get nominated for one. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny sure, Depp I'll was what, what, nominated t- for t- best t- actor. Tell me what it was. Tell me what the nominations were, and then I'll tell you based off that if I think one sure. of them won. Johnny Depp, best actor nomination. Best costume, best art direction. Oh, I'm going to go with best art direction. Because like, all of the art styles in this movie, whether it's it's the the prop design or it's, it's some of the makeup design or mm. it's um, just the use of, of like an orangey Tabasco sauce color and consistency <laughs> for the blood. <laughs> Right. Um, which is very, like, it's not realistic blood, but it really leans into that. Yeah, I'm going to go with art, mm. art art, direction. That is that is the Oscar that it won. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I didn't know it was an Oscar-winning movie. That yeah, happy, it had though. more nominations than I thought it would. Okay. I, um, I gave it a 7.7 out of 10. Wow, that's high. That's higher it, than it, I was thinking. And it kind of falls into the same category of when we saw and reviewed joker it's joker more so joker just made me feel so uncomfortable that it was the highest movie i ever gave a ranking to that i probably didn't want to watch or recommend again right this movie less so far less so it's not as like emotionally scarring so it's i see the value in this movie and it's a interesting movie it's just not my favorite um so it falls into the category if i paid money to rent this movie i wouldn't be opposed to it i probably wouldn't buy it but that's just me but doesn't that doesn't that whole thing fall apart doesn't if it's like a seven or something wouldn't you go see it in the theater Hmm. yeah i mean it's close it's like a 0.7 away from where it should be it, it, this is kind of like a muddied waters one right it's yeah it's okay life life isn't perfect i yeah i don't <laughs> As per usual, I don't understand, but 
Okay. We we don't question the ranking system. We merely bow to its will. Right. What did you watch this week? Uh, what did you give it out of 10? Oh, 11. No. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd probably give it an 8. I think it's really solid. Fair. Fair enough. Uh, I watched your recommendation of Wanted. Attaboy. <laughs> I mean, you've seen it before, right? You said you thought you'd seen it. So, actually, similar to Sweeney Todd, I realized that I had not seen it, like, from start to finish. Okay. But there were, so there were just snippets that I wasn't familiar with. Right. Um, and, and I watched it for what it was, just like you said, like, it's just one of those silly, over-the-top action films. Um, I, I would say I didn't really like it. It's not my ideal movie, so I wouldn't say it's a good movie. Um, but I was more into it than I was expecting to be. Okay. And I mean, any movie that has Morgan Freeman, you have to give give some time to, right? Um, but yeah, I give it a six point six. It, like, it, I wasn't like, oh, I would never watch this unless I was you no know, Wi Fi at the cottage and there was rain and no, you know, it it was okay, right? Okay. Um, the other movies I watched, I watched actually coincidentally, we were talking about J- the Joker. Um, I watched the second and final movie in the Christopher Nolan Batman series, The Dark Knight. <laughs> just because after that film, they actually the series just stops and it doesn't you, continue. You don't like the Dark Knight Rises? I don't I like. I I don't hate it, but it's it's not very good. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I watched The Dark Knight, and uh, it'd been a while for me and. Uh, I, I, I love the Christopher Nolan Batman films and it, it's held up when I watched it the other night. Still really enjoy it. Still find it captivating. And um, I've, I was watching actually a Heath Ledger documentary quite recently on, on him. And it, so it was just interesting to rewatch him in one of his, probably his most iconic role, I'd say. Um, so yeah, watched that. And then I think the only other film I watched was my recommendation to you. I'm trying to do a mind sweep of, did I watch anything else? I watched Wanted, Dark Knight. I think just then. My next one is uh, of another film with the most recent Best Actor winner, Joaquin Phoenix. It has Bryce Dallas Howard in it as well, amongst other actors. It's called The Village. The village, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a, another dip down the M Night Shyamalan path. See, I need to in the um. That's my recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I need to in in the the Walking Phoenix category. I've never seen Gladiator. Oh, cool. And my apparently it's one of my mom's favorite films. She's really been on me to. Uh, oh, cool. Um, but as previously mentioned in a um. In a bonus episode, back around Christmas time, my mom's currently mm-hmm. in Cuba right now without me, so she can <laughs> she can wait. <laughs> oh, the, I she was wondering when that it. previously mentioned trip was going to occur. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're sending me pictures of like petting dolphins and stuff. So that's, <laughs> you know, at least they're having a bad time. What did you watch this week other than like part of your soul just evaporate uh, so watched, from watching those pictures? I watched Insomnia. Um, oh, yeah. And I don't think I've come across a Christopher Nolan film that I don't like, but I also just don't care. Like, mm. I also just don't like 
I could take or leave a Christopher. Like I don't. People go, oh my god, it's the new Christopher Nolan. Like whatever. It's it's kind of the Tim Burton thing where now everyone says Christopher Nolan. Like it's the yeah, new I'm like, magic. Uh, well, yeah. All right. Yeah. Sure. It's mm. another one coming. Great. Um, <laughs> having said that, I've never seen a serious role film of Robin Williams that I didn't really enjoy. So that mm. and this one keeps that tradition alive. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, I also watched, uh, I rewatched Jojo Rabbit. Oh, wow. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. And I picked up on jokes. I didn't, I didn't get the first time. I feel like there's, cause I have also seen it cause you recommended it to me. It seemed like there would be a lot to pick up upon yeah. subsequent viewings. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also watched, um, uh for an upcoming episode i watched um <laughs> dr no oh the, actually sorry let me the, amend what i said i also yeah. watched dr no yeah the first ever james bond movie and i'm not going to say anything yeah. we will no we'll hold we'll hold our thoughts that. yeah um and then i watched a will smith movie interesting um yeah it has will smith in it has yep. um um, who's in it? Uh, Salma Hayek is in it. Hmm. Kenneth Branagh is in it. What? Kevin Klein is in it. That name means less to me. Kevin Klein? He's. I, um, I just don't know it. He was in. He's one of. What's that movie where they all uh, last Vegas that had like Morgan Freeman and Michael oh. Douglas and stuff? Okay. Yep. Yeah, so it was it was it was it was Michael Douglas, Robert De Niro, Morgan Freeman, and the other old guy was Kevin Klein. <laughs> sure. So I I watched a movie that gets a lot of hate. Okay. People genuinely think this movie's awful. Really? I, and I, I don't, don't know, I have no idea. And I don't know going. if I just like it's got a 28% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, a 17% Ooh. critics rating. And I don't know why I enjoy it so much. I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it's, for what it is, it's a goofy, ridiculous, fun comedy. Sure. Sure. I watched, the movie that I watched and I'm recommending to you is called Wild Wild West. I've never seen it. Yeah. It's really, I mean, in my opinion, it's really good, but apparently it's not. So I've been curious because like growing up, I feel like I felt like that movie was just every other kid's just hey you haven't seen Wild Wild West let me punch you in the gut kind of thing yeah so I'm very curious to see it so it's it's it gets a lot of hate and I don't know why I'm surprised I didn't think it was I I thought it was well loved for some reason like and well received no it's it's considered one of the the oopsies of (laughs) Will Smith's career really yeah Huh. So, okay, well, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. So I'm curious to see what you think. If it's mm-hmm. just some, like, if if I just saw it real young, and so, right, right, you know, mm-hmm. but it holds up. It's ridiculous. Mm. It's not. It's not a serious <laughs> film. No, no, no. But for what it is, it's it's you know, it's a yeah. it's a 1990s comedy. Yeah. So, you know, deal with it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. I've got a couple quick housekeeping things if there's go, go anything for else. It. Go for cool. it. Cool. 
so if you've listened this far, please like, follow, subscribe if you haven't officially done so already. Write a comment, give us a good review if you have the capability to do so. Um, I want to thank all our Patreon supporters uh, for helping support us to keep the lights on, help cover our bills, and just help us to grow and make our show better with every episode. Um, And we have a monthly shout out for a new tier three and above supporter that we're going to give out for the month of March. And that's to our friend of the show, Nathan Grumman. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? That gladiator Uh, reference. Okay. Yeah. See, I remember me just saying I don't. Yeah. But I like just when people are yelling and cheering, I just felt like I had to do it. Okay. Anyway, shout out to you, Nathan. Hopefully you like Sweeney Todd and you stuck it out to this far in the episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is longer than I did. So. (laughs) Yeah. Touche. Um, so yeah, that's all I've got. Okay. Yeah. Till next time. Brady out. See ya.